what I've been told Dodge likes to do with a podcast at the end is um, give you a little exercise that you can go home and practice around this. As I said earlier, you got to go to know. So this is a chance to sort of know by experiencing it, the, the paradoxical theory of change. And um, so you'll need a partner for this exercise. Um, and, you know, if you have a spouse or a partner or a, a friend who can do this with you, figure it'll take maybe about 20 minutes altogether. And um, get in your pair. And there'll be two parts to the exercise. Each part, you want to take maybe five or ten minutes with each part. In pairs, person A will talk about something they want to change, something they want to achieve, some way they're stuck in some way, as if they're going to a therapy appointment. And person B is going to be the facilitator. And their job in the first five to ten minute round is to simply cheer you on, you know, to find various ways to encourage this person A to tell them they can do it, blah, blah, blah. Um, a friend of mine at the Institute, when I asked for support for doing this today, said to me, you'll be swell, you'll be great, going to have the whole world on a plate. So that's what, that's what I want your attitude to be in the first five or 10 minute round that you take. And then you're going to switch and uh, person A will stay the client, person B will stay the facilitator. And what I want this time the facilitator to do is just to stay with what is, just to ask questions about what's going on for this person, to be curious, to show empathy for how this particular change or goal is difficult maybe for the client, uh, maybe expressing understanding of how the client might be protecting themselves with it, or what, what's the positive intention of this behavior that you can't, that you want to change and can't seem to change. And you might say things like, um, so I'm curious, what's this been like for you to be stuck in this way? What, what do you notice that you would have to give up about if you made this change? How, how has this behavior served you or what scares you about making the change? And notice your experience as you talk about it. Notice your own experience as the facilitator and report that too. And typically what, what will happen is that people will feel more seen and heard and understood in the second round than in the first. So I'm going to do a little demonstration for you. And Pete has um, valiantly agreed to, to help out here. And he's going to be the client and I'll be the facilitator. And we'll just take a couple of minutes in each round to give you an idea of how this is done. So, welcome, Pete. Thanks for joining me in this exercise. Is there something that you want to talk about? Well, I'm struggling with my health, and uh, I dealt with my own uh, round of, of COVID for the month of July and early August, and it spent a lot of time uh, in bed and ill and hurting. And I am, you know, it's been now several months and, and I've just been told uh, it's time to time to start moving your body again. So I've now been told that um, I'm I'm approved to start, you know, exercising again and rehabilitating and building some strength uh, because I've lost a lot. And and it's I, I'm finding it really difficult to to 
find that place where I, I, uh, you know, I want to go out and and get some exercise, where I want to to get stronger. I'm finding it's it's really a challenge to get my head in in that space where I need to do what I'm told. Yeah, I hear that, and you know, I know that you're really determined, and I know that you've been into fitness in the past, and I, I'm sure you can do this. I, you know, in fact, I had to get back to fitness, and and here's what I did: I just took a walk every morning at seven for 45 minutes, and did some weights at home, even though we can't go to the gym these days. And there's so much you can do. You could. You know, get a bike out. You have good weather in Portland. I, I'm sure you can do it. I, I guess. I, I guess I do. Um, I, you know, it's starting to rain. That never helps. And it's so dark in the morning. And that never helps. And these are not like, I mean, they sound like I'm just sort of making up excuses. But it re- they really are the first things I think about in the morning. But here's what you can do. You can just exercise in the afternoon. Or if you have any exercise equipment at home. I, you can do it. I'm I'm sure you can get back in shape. Okay. So maybe we can... I don't know what to do with that. <laughs> yeah. So, I told you you wouldn't like me this first time. So let's end this round. So that's what I want the facilitator to do in the first round. Simply just cheer the person on. Yeah. Convince them that, that what they want to change is a good thing and that they can do it. Okay. okay. All right. So let's start the second round where the facilitator is going to be curious about the whole of your experience, what you want to change and maybe what you don't want to change. So let's start again. So hi, Pete. Hi. Tell me what you want to talk about today. Well, I've been, I've been struggling with uh, rehabilitation after a COVID experience and I'm, I'm having trouble um, getting my head back in the space where I'm, I can start building some strength and getting my, my general level of fitness up. Mm. I'm so sorry to hear that you were hit by COVID. That must have been terrible. It was, it was, uh, it was very not great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a long time. Mm-hmm. And you lost a lot of muscle strength. And I did. Fitness. I did. And just there's a, I think now it's, you know, it's been uh, four months and I, I still mm-hmm. have this general feeling of frailty about me. I just mm-hmm. feel like uh, made of glass. Oh, gosh. Mm. How is that for you? Uh, it's, it's, uh, it's pretty scary. Actually, it's it's downright terrifying. Um, mm-hmm. I'm I am wildly engrossed in hypochondria. Right? I just every you name something that hurts, and I immediately think it's you know it, it's you know the worst. It's COVID again. It's like arthritis. It's what whatever mm-hmm. it is. It's it's uh, uh, unstoppable cascade of ailments. I imagine we know so so little about this illness. And the long-term consequences that it must be really scary to live with that. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is, uh, and I think I think that's really the. That's interesting. That's really kind of where those where that experience for me, that sort of lived experience, is that uh, I'm at the crossroads of like feeling terrified about getting sick again, mm-hmm. and feeling like whenever I push myself to any extent, 
I feel things in my body that I feel like I shouldn't be able to feel. And mm-hmm. that's that just sort of exacerbates. It creates that's that's what I, I think creates kind of those negative thought spirals. And yeah, it adds things. to the terror. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can also understand the hypochondria piece because, I mean, you kind of laugh about that, but I've not had COVID yet, knock on wood. And um, I still notice myself more scared about every ache and pain that I have, worrying that I might have it gotten COVID. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I think I think that's the every symptom is such a surprise. Like you just have no idea how these the X, Y, and Z could possibly be related to all of this, mm. and yet. You know, that's what they keep saying. And so that's why any mystery ache and pain could just be related to long hauling it through whatever the end might be. Yeah. And you don't know if there is an end. Yeah. Right. That's that's terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. So is this an okay place to end? Sure. Okay. Yeah. Thanks, Pete, for doing this with me. Oh, I appreciate that, Carlene.